ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم في العالمين انك حميد مجيد يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار we begin by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we praise him and we ask his help and we seek his forgiveness and we seek refuge in Allah from the evil inside us and from the evil consequences of our bad actions whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides no one can misguide and whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leaves to go astray no one can guide i testify that the reason no got to be worshiped but Allah and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is our master the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam who was the most knowledgeable and educated person about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said that in Allah la yanam wa ma yanbaghi lahu an yanam that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not sleep and it does not befit his majesty that he sleeps he lowers the scales and raises them the deeds of the day will be resurrected to him before the deeds of the night and the deeds of the night will be resurrected to him before the deeds of the day hijabuhun nur his veil is light if he were to remove his veil the light that comes from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's face will burn all the creation Brothers and sisters today inshallah we will continue speaking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and about the names of Allah Last time we talked about Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim and the definition of the names Ar-Rahman and Ar-Rahim and some of you contacted me over uh, over the weekend and they told me to continue talking about Allah and the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and today inshallah we will talk about the third name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which was mentioned in surah Al-Hashr which is Al-Malik Al-Malik the king Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the king and the word malik comes from malaka which means to possess which means to own something to own exclusively to have power over something to exercise authority to have a command to have power to have authority over others and the one definition which i personally prefer is the ability to dispose with things the ability to dispose with things allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a hadith narrated by abdullah ibn mas'ud radiyallahu anhu that the messenger of allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in a hadith in qudsi in a day of resurrection who will say ana al-malik i am the king ayna al-jabbarun ayna al-mutakabbirun i am the king i am the king 
Where are all these foamy, arrogant, fake kings? Where are all of all these oppressors and dictators? I am the king. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Ghafir, لِمَنِ الْمُلْكُ that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the last day will call and He will say whose will be the kingdom in that day and يُجِيبُ نَفْسَهُ بِنَفْسِهِ لِلَّهِ الْوَاحِدِ الْقَحَارِ But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will answer Himself by Himself saying it belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It belongs to the one, the real one, the king, the irresistible Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala using this name every morning and every night. He used to say, Aswahna wa asbah al-mulku lillah. Amsayna wa amsa al-mulku lillah. We have reached the morning and all kingdom and power belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have reached the morning and all dominion, all the power and all authority belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran, فَسُبْحَانَ الَّذِي بِيَدِهِ مَلَكُوتُ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ Glorified, praised, far exalted is my Lord, the one in whose hand belongs the dominion or is the dominion of the heaven and earth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran in Surah Al-Fatiha, Maliki Yawmuddin, the owner of the day of resurrection. And according to the Shafi'i Madhab, according to the Shafi'i Madhab, a worshipper or the servant should recite in the first raqah, he should recite it as Maliki Yawmuddin, the owner of the day of resurrection. And in the second raqah should be recited according to the Shafi'i school of thought, Malik Yawmuddin or the king, the king of the day of resurrection. Brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Al-Malik. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the king and the owner of kings. In other words, everything that can be owned belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the scholar said, the owner is someone who owns but does not rule. And a ruler is someone who rules but does not own. But when we speak about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah is both owner and also the ruler, the king. Sometimes some, someone may own something, but he does not have the right to use it. Sometimes he may use something or dispose with something, although he does not own it. Sometimes he may own something, dispose with something, use it, but in the end, in the, in the end, it does not remain his own. For example, if you have a house and you've been living in this house for a long time, and just because of you know of an act of uh, appropriation, the house was taken away from you by the government, that doesn't mean you own the house. And this is your ownership, it's fake. But the ownership of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is supreme, is absolute. The Bedouin who was asked 
he was at, he had like a herd of camels and he was asked by someone whose camel are those he says lillahi indi he did not say they are mine now he said lillahi indi they belong to allah but he gave them to me in other words i've been allowed by the real owner allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have them and so your car and so your house and so your credit cards or your bank accounts or even your children or even yourself everything belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just entrusted you in all these things in your money, in your wealth, in your house, in your, in your children, in yourself who owns your eyes, who owns your ears who owns your, your tongue, who owns your heart Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so true and firm faith is to believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and everything that you possess belongs to Him, belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you may ask, when we call a person a king, do we really mean that he is really a king or metaphorically a king? Well, the scholars have refuted the idea that no one can really own anything except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the ownership, every ownership, but the ownership of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is unreal and metaphoric. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's ownership is the only supreme and absolute and real ownership. So a servant cannot be called an owner or a king in the full sense of the word simply because he cannot be self-sufficient. He will always be in need of someone or in need of something in this existence. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't need anybody. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't need anything in his existence because he is the self-sufficient. You might ask, well, there are people who are called kings, there are people called leaders, there are people who own factories and companies and businesses. Even though, if you are the richest man in the world, still, you will need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you have people to fulfill your need, doesn't he need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring air for him to breathe? Doesn't he need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring down the rain for him to drink and bring out vegetation and corpse? Doesn't he need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to feed him? Doesn't he need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to cure him? Doesn't he need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give him all these organs, all these members of his body to eat and digest the food and all these things? Doesn't he need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So we cannot be self-sufficient. Samak and he was one of the great scholars in the Abbasid Khilafah. He entered upon Harun al-Rashid and Harun wanted to honor the scholar. And he said, is there anything I can do for you? And then Samak rahimahullah, he said, a glass of water. So they brought him a glass of water. And then he says, Ya Amir al-Mu'mineen, how much would you pay if this half of this glass of water would be prevented from you? Were you prevented from this glass of water? How much would you pay? He said, half of my kingdom. And he said, say that you drink that cup of water and you could not release it. You could not re urinate it. Something happened, you got ill and you couldn't release it. 
how much would you pay in order to release this urine? He said, the other half of my kingdom. He said, subhanAllah, your whole kingdom is not even worth a glass of water. And this is the, the real ownership of a human being. This is the real ownership of a human being. That he does not really own anything. Some scholars said, Al-Malik is the one who possesses the hearts of his worshiper. And this is a beautiful definition. Al-Malik, the king, is the one who possesses the heart of his worshippers and make them anxious. And as a matter of fact, when someone gets to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he enters this state of love and become possessed by it. He entered this state of, of permanent anxiety until he meets his Lord, wondering, wondering, is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala pleased with me? Is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala content with me? Does my work appeal to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Is my work sincere enough? Is there anything or anyone I seek other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? This is a beautiful, beautiful definition of the Al-Malik. They said, some scholars, they said, Al-Malik is the one when he desires so, he gives power to people. And when he desires so, he takes it away from people. And we have seen this in the last few years all over the world. Especially in the Muslim and the Arab world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they said, Al-Malik, the king, when he gives, he amazes. And when he calls to account, he inquires about everything. They said, Al-Malik, the king, is the one that no one could defy, no one could challenge, no one could dispute with. The king, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, no one could ever, ever resist his irresistible divine will and prevent his judgment. This is the real king, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in whose commands everything that you see in the creation, all the stars, all the planets run. And as we mentioned last time about the definition of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is always a share for us. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the king, what is your share in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's name? If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the king, what does your ownership mean? What is your practical task? Your share in the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Al-Malik number one, the scholars have said that whoever knows that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and believes that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the real king, he should not humiliate himself to anybody. He should not humiliate himself to any other human being. And if you have something, if you need something, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who said, if you want, just ask, I will grant you. If you want, just ask, I will grant you. And he said, be for me as I desire, I will be for you as you desire. So simple. Be for me as I desire, I will be for you as you desire. 
So if you want, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And do not humiliate yourself to your uh, supervisor or the owner of the company or for, to your manager. Ask Allah because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the real king. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the real king. Bishri Hafi rahimahullah, he saw Amir al-Mu'minin Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu anhu in his dream. And he said, Ya Amir al-Mu'minin, advise me. And Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu said, How good, how good is sympathy of the rich people over the poor for the sake of Allah. But what is better than that, the pride of the poor over the rich, out of trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So do not humiliate yourself to anybody if you need anything from them. Say that you're having some problems, some financial problems. Don't humiliate yourself to people. Rasulullah said, Rasulullah said, Whoever sits with a, with a rich man and humiliates himself, to get something out of this rich man, he has lost two-thirds of his religion. Two-thirds of his religion. And the Messenger of Allah said, المؤمن لا يذل نفسه A believer should not, should not humiliate himself. Number one. Number two, share, our share in the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Al-Malik is the real ownership the real ownership is when you be able to control yourself, control your desires, and rule over them. Sayyidina Yusuf alayhi salam, he acknowledged the gift of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He acknowledged that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given him power. He said, The Prophet Yusuf acknowledged that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given him power. What power, what mulk is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala referring to in this verse? Is it the mulk of this life? Is it the, the life of this world? Is it the position that Yusuf salam was given? Was it the prestige and the fame and the recognition? Is it the wealth that he was given after being a minister in Egypt? No. The real power, al-mulk, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to Yusuf alayhi salam is the self-control. And this is what the most of the Mufassirin said, most of the interpreters of the Qur'an, they said eh, the power here is the self-control. It's when Yusuf alayhi salam was invited, invited to indecent work, when Yusuf alayhi salam was seduced by this woman, he said, Hasha lillah, Allah. He said, I seek refuge with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from doing such a thing. And he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help him. And he, malaka nafsahu, he owned himself, he controlled himself. And this is the power that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala given. Not the money, not the position, the power of controlling oneself. 
That's the power that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is speaking about in Surah Yusuf. One of the people in Asfahan, he said, and this is mentioned in one of the books of Imam al-Jawzi. He said a man one time he was passing by and he saw a woman, she was stunning, she was so beautiful. And he became attracted to this woman. And he said, subhanallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect me from you. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected him from this woman. She tried to seduce him, but Allah protected him because he was sincere and he asked Allah to protect him. That night when he went to bed, he saw Yusuf alayhi salam in his dream. And he asked, is it you? Are you Joseph Ali? Are you Yusuf Alayhi salam? He said, yes, it's me. He says, praises and thanks to Allah. The one who protected you from the wife of the Aziz in Egypt. And he said to him, Yusuf Alayhi salam said to him, he replied and, and he said, uh, praises and, and, and thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one who protected you from the woman that you met today. And then he said, such is real kingdom. Such is real kingdom. Yes, this is the power that cannot perish. This is the power that cannot go away. This is the power when you can actually control your own self. When you conquered your own self. When you rule over yourself. When you have a good control of yourself. When you bridle the oneself by establishing strong and firm intention in yourself. By prohibiting the, the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By protecting your eyes and your tongues and your ears and your heart and your soul, such as real, real kingdom. A man once was asked by a king, and he was a righteous man. A king asked him, is there anything I can do for you? He said, me? He's speaking to me while I, uh, while I have two slaves. They are your masters? The king saying to a righteous man, is there anything I can do for you? The righteous man says, you're speaking to me while I have two slaves, they are your masters? He said, he got confused and he said, who are those two? He said, al-hirs wa-shahwa. The greed and the desire, they have conquered them, but they have conquered you. I rule over them, but they rule over you. And so brothers and sisters, the kingdom of a human being is his soul, is his heart. The soldiers of this kingdom is his desires and emotions. And the subjects of this kingdom is his tongue and ears and eyes. And if he succeeded in to rule over the, all these things, he will attain the level of a king in this life. When this man met a scholar and he says to him, Insahni, or advise me, he said to him, be a king in this life and be a king in the next life. And the man, he said, well, how can I be a king in this life? He said, renounce, renounce from the life of this world. You will be the king in the hereafter. This is the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the king. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam also said, when a man came to him, he said, Ya Rasulullah, insuhni. Tell me something in which if I do, Allah will love me and people will love me. He said, renounce from this life, Allah will love you. And renounce from what people possess, they will love you.
الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن وله بعد الحمد لله this is the definition of the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala al-Malik and when I actually started to, to write some points I thought I'm gonna talk about you know your the practical task for us is do not oppress others but I read the part of Imam al-Ghazali what he said about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being the king and it was incredible and it was amazing and this is something that you can also read in your own there is a book called the 99 names of Imam al-Ghazali they are there's the book in English and also there's a translation for it and uh, this is what Imam al-Ghazali said these are the two shares do not humiliate yourself do not humiliate yourself and know that the mulk, being a real owner, being a real king in this life, is to be able to control your own desires and your own emotions. Allah, we ask you to honor us as you honor the righteous people before us. Oh Allah, we ask you to pardon our shortcomings and forgive our mistakes. Oh Allah, we ask you to, to protect us from anxiety and, and inability. Oh Allah, we ask you to, to protect us from laziness. Oh Allah, we ask you to, to place light in our hearts and make us sources of light. Ameen, ameen, ameen. Subhanahu rabbika rabbil izzati amma asifoon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa rabbil alameen wa aqil as-salaam.